0: Life
1: with Brent and Jeff. Good evening and welcome to the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. I'm Jeff. And I'm Brent. We're here for another great episode. We're actually starting our series on the famous last words of Jesus, the seven sayings
0: of the cross. Yeah, Jeff, I'm so excited about this because it's going to the part of our Christian walk that is the, the crux of what this thing is all about. And uh, is Jesus dying and rising again, and the things that he said when he's going through that, it's like the moment in time <laughs> that everything changed in our life. and um, So I'm excited to, to dig into the Word here and, and see all the truth in it.
1: Yeah, we're going to take a look at all seven sayings in this series, tonight's uh, we're going to look at the very first thing that he said on the cross. Tonight's topic is a word of absolution, where Jesus says in Luke uh, 23, 34, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. We got lots of great music for you tonight, talking about forgiveness and the grace of God. And as Jeff said,
0: we're going through uh, an episode series here that that um, is about the words of Christ, you know, as he was in his last days um, and uh, on the cross. And you know, it's interesting, um, you know, as we look through that, through this, you know, it's it's definitely a time, a lot of emotion, um, you know, as Jesus is there paying for the wrath, the wrath of God for us in our place on the cross. And um, the weight of these words are just unbelievable. We'll, ne- we'll really won't even scratch the surface of the depth of what all this really means. Um, so we're excited about that. And um, you know also to mention you know we're as an altar life show um, this will be our last series um, as well and we'll be um, moving on and uh, we're excited about what God is doing in our lives as um, men and children of Christ in obedience and, and knowing this is uh, the time that God has put aside for us to um, put aside the altar life show not the lifestyle Yeah, that's right. <laughs> not all the things we've been talking about for sure um, But just from the radio aspect of it. So um, I don't know Jeff do you have anything you to yeah. jump in and say um,
1: yeah, it's just been it's been really sweet uh, Needless to say obviously we've been doing the show for nearly seven years how appropriate we have seven episodes in this series as the famous last words, which will be our last words as uh, the radio duo that we've come to be, We're, uh, Brent and Jeff of the Altar Life, and uh, it's been really clearly, you know, put to us by the Lord. I, I believe that it's it's time to retire this. This portion of the ministry of the altar life, you know, uh, obviously to move forward living the altar life and and living our lives as a living sacrifice like this show has always been about. So what better um, series to go out on than the ultimate example of laying your life down for God, which was Jesus Christ on the cross. So I think it's awesome how it comes full circle. And tonight we're going to be talking about how Jesus has forgiven us. Uh, for our ignorance, even though I know for me, when I sin, it's not an ignorance. I know, you know, I know the light, I have God's word, but God still offers that forgiveness when we confess our sins. He's faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us. And Jesus himself was preaching forgiveness for those who were nailing him to the cross. And uh, if those people can be forgiven, we can be as well.
0: Um, We're going to read The first of our famous Last Words um, series uh, passages here uh, that Jesus said, you know, verse 32, we'll get a running start into what he said. He says, there were two others, criminals led with them to be put to death, which we'll get into next week. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him, Jesus. And the criminals, one on the right hand and one on the left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do, and um, you know, leading up to this moment in time, as you read through the story of the Passion of Christ and the beating and the mockery and the the physical and emotional and all from all accounts abuse um, that they bestowed on Jesus, the perfect Lamb of God, and really representing, and really more importantly. <laughs> The whole wrath of God placed on Jesus on our behalf. Um, and all the sin and all the judgment that was that we deserved um, on Jesus on the cross. And he gets through all that and he's hanging on the cross and he's looking at people, you know, saying, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. You know, let that sink in tonight. These are going to be episodes, these next several episodes where... We really want to let the Lord minister deeply in our hearts the reality of these things because they're familiar to us because we're, we've, if you've been a Christian for a while, they're familiar to you, but the, they're so um, impactful in our lives and we want to let the, the Word of God sink in and have its uh, have its way with us tonight. So,
1: All of us deserve the blame that Jesus ultimately took for himself. Uh, And that's what we're talking about tonight. A word of absolution. And that's a word we don't use that often to absolve somebody, basically to remove any culpability for any wrongdoing that's been that's taken place. Part, you know, another word is pardon. You know, when someone's on death row and the governor calls at the last at the last hour and gives him a pardon and he doesn't have to die, not only does that person, you know, in in the case of us and Jesus, not only does the governor, you know, pardon us from having the death penalty, but he sets us free as well. And he gets in the electric chair on our behalf and takes the punishment that is deserved. And I think it's important when we look at the forgiveness of God, um, you know, people like to to segregate God into Old and New Testament God? Would he's the same. God is full of grace in the Old Testament as well. And I think sometimes we get um, confused. The fact that, you know, there was a punishment for sin, there is still a punishment for sin in the New Testament, and it's Jesus Christ, and that's what we're talking about tonight. But um, a great verse to think about when we're looking at this is in Exodus 20. Uh, Let me just find it here real quick. He says, uh, I don't know, I'll find it somewhere. (laughs) No, it's Exodus 34. When Moses meets God on the mountain, and God's going to show Moses the backside of his glory. And when God describes what he is, he says, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions. This is how God describes himself. We're not putting this on God and saying, oh, he's, he's got to forgive me, right? Um, I hope so. <laughs> you know, God says that about himself. But it's interesting because he says, forgiving iniquity and sin, by no means clearing the guilty. That's the thing we think. You know, when God forgives us, he's like, eh, no big deal, you know. You didn't mean to. I understand, so don't worry about it. It has nothing to do with that. There is payment for sin, and it's Jesus Christ on the cross. So when we think about the blame, the blame game, and and that's what's come back from the Garden of Eden. Uh, you know, Eve blamed the serpent, and Adam blamed Eve, and all that stuff. All of that stuff goes down through generations. We got nobody left to blame. It's ourselves and our sin. But uh, God is faithful to to. Uh, to leave us free from the penalty and jesus took that penalty on himself
0: so the altar altar life with rent and jeff that was forgive the normals and uh that's what jesus prayed to his father I, i love that part of it where he says father he starts off father you know he he had gone through the garden of gethsemane where he was sweating great drops of blood feeling drinking the cup of wrath and judgment for us and um you know that's where he he's been through that. He he was been through the physical beatings and got to the point where he's beaten beyond human recognition, where no one would recognize him hanging on a cross. He's gone through all that, and um, you know he saying you know recognizing his father's forsaken him, you know, and uh, feeling that you know the weight of that, what that what that must have felt. I mean we. We have the as Christians, we have the Father and the Holy Spirit with us, and will never leave us or forsake us. You know, and the worst that we can feel as a believer um, is not bad because <laughs> the Holy Spirit's still with us, right? Jesus experienced the worst of it without the Father, and here he is calling on his Dad again, saying, "I have another prayer, Lord Father, forgive them. It's on our behalf. It's not on His behalf." Man, if I was jesus i would have been like father (laughs) what are you doing to me (laughs) uh he's he's pouring out his heart for us the enemy um why he's on the cross to begin with the wrath of us um, taking our place all right that was back to innocence by stephanie
1: smith before that you heard forgiveness there's a lot of songs called forgiven forgive forgiveness and we're playing them all tonight that's right the altar life. We know what's up when we pick songs. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, a little levity here. <laughs> um, the topic tonight: a word of absolution, not just like absolutely, but absolving, and the idea of pardoning people who are guilty, which is what Jesus did when he said, basically, to, to his father, when he was being nailed to the cross, "Lord, don't hold this, don't hold them accountable for these actions, because they have no idea how." <laughs> how ridiculous and how awful the thing they're doing is they just think they're and if you if you step out of the scene i think there's a lot of times we can we can uh be so familiar with the story that we miss the key points they actually thought that he was a blasphemer like they didn't believe that he was the messiah so um i think sometimes we get we forget that they you know we think they're just like these bad guys and they're beating Jesus up and killing him but in their mind he was stirring up the people and leading them astray from what they thought God wanted you know so they were misguided and that's why Jesus says they don't know they don't know what they're doing they think what they're doing is right and Jesus even says to his disciples he's like there's going to be a a time that comes where people are going to deliver you up to be killed and they're going to think they're doing God a service because they're, they're misguided they don't understand what what it is and and we're still learning about you know what it means to to obey god and to to confess our sins and brent and i were talking about before the show started just still after being christians for many years still elementary stuff we're like chewing on it and saying okay lord like what does it mean when you say to confess our sins and your grace is there for us and like shouldn't i have like a list of a code of conduct that i have to adhere to and you know it's just it's an interesting uh you know, the simpler it gets, the more complex at the same time. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm just, when you're talking about um, doing something completely wrong, thinking you're right, uh, <laughs> I just think about Paul, you know, holding the, you know, leading the charge against stoning of Stephen, thinking he was completely in the right as a Pharisee, um, doing God a disservice, I mean, doing a God of service there, and um, completely being, um, you know, in charge of the first martyr. Uh, of the Lord, so that's crazy. The
1: unbelievable. The altar. World. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was Innocence again by Switchfoot. Tonight's unbelievable topic. We we came up with the idea that these final seven unbelievables, we were going to take seven unbelievable moments in the history of the altar life, whether they be. You know Something specific that happened or how the show came together. And tonight we're going to talk about the humble beginnings of The Alter Life, which took place, believe it or not, in 2006. Yeah, that's right. That's a long time ago. Uh, (laughs) I had hair then. (laughs) More hair. (laughs) I still have some. Yeah, I had no gray hair. Now (laughs) I have gray hair. We had no kids. That's right. That's the crazy part. Now we have five. Come, you know, corporatively. No, that's not right. Corporately, <laughs> collectively, no, collectively, subserviently. <laughs> Just pick a bunch of big words like that. But, um, you know, how Brent and I have known each other for a long time, but uh, we both got involved in doing this radio show separately. You know, uh, through Hope FM and that, which is the station we aired on first out of South Jersey, and now we've expanded onto a couple different stations and Truth FM and and um the dove um and then kitg in missouri so all of you listeners out there and anybody who's listening online you know we we started off on hope fm in south jersey and philadelphia area and uh the way it came together was was interesting (laughs) to say the least
0: yeah and you know it was was funny it was like let's hey why don't you guys do a show and uh call jeff up and i'm like hey you want to do this show we have an opportunity yeah sure so uh (laughs) We had no idea what it was even going to be, and, um...
1: I didn't think we... We probably (laughs) didn't think that we'd be doing it seven years later. No.
0: um, I don't think so. I I don't think we had... Thought we had a shot, but, um, you know, started... Put put together a little one-hour pilot kind of thing, and, um, realized how hard and (laughs) time-consuming and laborious this process is, and, uh... And actually getting it together and not having it that great, uh, yeah. <laughs> relatively speaking to yeah. kind of where we've gone, but, yeah. um, looking back going, you know, we got a shot. And, yeah. um, so thank you to all those who took a shot with us, uh, namely, uh, um, Bill, uh, from Hope FM. Yeah. So thank you. But, um, you know, and, and, and the first episode was hilarious. You know, we were on, uh, crowded around one microphone taking turns one yeah. at a time talking and, <laughs> Um, cutting and slicing segments and trying to make it all work in the time frame and doing a lot of editing a lot of starting (laughs) over and over and like recording some segments 12 13 times because we keep screwing ourselves up and talking and having mental blocks and all those kinds of things so um, definitely been an evolution of uh, and a, a testimony of just god's giving us the ability over time to to make it work so
1: Yeah, And God forgave us because we had no idea what we were doing
0: (laughs) So it's unbelievable We even had a radio show That's our unbelievable (laughs) for tonight (laughs) (laughs) Based on where it started So, Anyway, see you on the other side
1: The Alter Alter. Life Music, Music. truth, Truth.
0: Truth. real,
1: period Period. That was Dying for Your Love By Fireflight To kick off hour two That's what we're talking about Here on The Alter Life with Brent and
0: Jeff that's what I said to my wife when I met her, "What? I'm dying for your love." Uh, I thought you were gonna say "Firefly."
1: <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> not really. That no. was
0: just a joke. Um, but you know what isn't a joke is uh, the amazingness of Christ on the cross. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And uh, I'm
1: glad we're gonna spend this much time dealing with the death blow that Christ dealt to death <laughs> for lack of a better term you know he crushed death to death like that one song says yeah that worship song so for death is crushed to death life is mine to live it's good it's a good thing to remember especially when we talk about the altar life what it means who our ultimate example is when we talk about offering our life as a living sacrifice you know god doesn't always you know he doesn't ask us to actually physically lay our life down
0: but um to offer our lives to him as a sacrifice and you know when we read tonight we're reading about the words that jesus said that said father forgive them for they know not what they do and jeff was talking about how these people who put them to death whether it be the romans who were just obeying a command um the soldiers just obeying the the chain of command um to do their duty to put these criminals quote criminals to death uh, or be the Jewish um, leaders who were, as Jeff was saying, you know, persuaded that they were doing the right religious thing by putting a, a man down who they didn't understand and they didn't get and uh, they thought was being a blasphemer because he was calling himself God. And uh, we all know that he was. Um, and Jesus looks at both of the, all the camps and saying, forgive them, because they don't know what they're doing. They're, they're out of their minds. You know they're not they're not seeing they don't understand who I really am yet and um, forgive them because they if they knew who I was Father they wouldn't be doing this and um, and of course there was a greater eternal weight of what was going on as he took as we were saying you know he took the weight of the fury of God on on himself and um, you know but I, I'm I, I I love this because Jesus knows the truth you know and in our lives so often we get caught up with things that you know we think are true or we think we know about god like we we have these things that we know and you know we assume god to be a certain thing whether it be based on our past experience or bad teaching or whatever it is from the past or just our way we think it should be you know our our expectations um we project things on god don't we all so often and um I love it because the Word of God, who is Jesus Christ, Jesus sifts through that and cuts right to the to the truth, and can see around. Uh, I'm so thankful he's not based it's he he's not you know relying on our intellect or understanding to accomplish things that he needs to accomplish. Um, but I'm thankful that he he can he knows the eternal truth and he sets our course and he slowly weeds out all those misconceptions and falsities and. I'm sure praying for us, pleading with us even now, at the right hand of the Father on our behalf, saying, "Show them more of Your glory, Lord." You know, forgive them because they're still not—they're dealing with the flesh and they're still not there. And He's He's praying for us now on that. And uh, He started, (laughs) and He started before even this when He was, you know, alone with His Father, praying for His people. You know, said, "You give me these people." You know, pray that they're one. I pray that they. Know your word. I pray that they like you. He's, he's interceding for us even now. And that's just awesome.
1: That was the beauty of grace by Crystal Myers. And that is so true. How the grace of God is beautiful. And uh, the Bible describes the grace of God as being manifold, which is of various colors like a diamond, the way it, the light shines on a diamond and creates that spectrum. And that's what that's the grace of God. If, if you think you can understand it, through some study and through you know a couple books that you read about it then you don't understand the grace of god because it's just it's limitless um and that's what makes it so beautiful because it's by god's grace not only are we forgiven not only do we have the mercy of god in that we don't have to pay the price for our sins because christ did but he's given us his grace and he's, he's he's enabled us to receive the the imputed righteousness of christ you know what i mean like All the good things that Jesus did and his purity and his sinlessness is imputed to us so that when God looks at us, he sees Christ, you know, and we're forgiven once and for all. We confess our sins to him. He cleanses us. He forgives us. But when he died on the cross, every sin that we would commit and had already committed, you know, I wasn't born yet when he died on the cross, you weren't born yet. But that was sufficient to pay the price for our sins and to forgive us from all of the things that we would do that would not live up to God's holy standard. What an amazing truth, man. I mean, that, that's what we're talking about tonight. And it's important for us to see that, that we've been absolved of all wrongdoing because of what Jesus has done. And not only that, but his, his even even the people who are crucifying, the people who sent, sentenced him to death, He forgave them. You know why? Because he said himself, no one takes my life. I lay it down. It wasn't that someone was killing him. The argument about who killed Jesus and anti-Semitism and all this thing of the enemy is to blame people for killing Jesus when really nobody killed Jesus. He laid his life down
0: as a living sacrifice, the altar life. He became the lamb that went to the altar willingly. Kind of what we've been talking about reminded me of a verse in Ephesians, It says, In Him who is Christ, we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace, which He made abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. You know, it is through the redemption, through His blood and what He did on the cross, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. And um, right there, we've been forgiven of our sins through the blood of Christ. And, you know, I, I think... You know, it's, it's almost like he was seeing what God was, what his Father in heaven. I think Jesus understood, you know, what the Father in heaven, why he was there, the purpose. I mean, he knew, you know, he knew the purpose of what this, this act of love was on the cross. And looking at, talking to his father's, you know, I'm sure, knowing the pain and the suffering he was going through, looking at the whole situation also, there was some of, Lord, accomplish the work too. You know, like, forgive them, Lord. You know, through this through this sacrifice that I'm doing, laying my life down, you know, forgive them, you know, m- accomplish the work that you start, that, that I'm here for. Father, make it worth it, dad. You know, you know, and I, it's such a, it's just a tender moment because he's talking to his heavenly father about us. And, um, and I, I think he honestly, in his own heart, you know, had an amazing love for us as people. And, um, you know, the amount of love, and he, him himself being a sacrifice for us, pleading with his father, accomplish it, Lord, you know, um, I'm doing this so that you have the ability to forgive through the blood of, of you know, through my blood, forgive them, Lord, you know, do that work, and uh, don't make this be for naught. and um, man, aren't you glad that he did, you know, we look at this and we can think, wow, that's heavy, you know you know, the reality of this stuff should make us just want to rejoice in Jesus even more because we realize the weight and to the extent in a greater way of the work that he did do on the cross and um, how in this moment he was pleading for us <laughs> and uh, even though it wasn't an easy easy place for him to be and um, man, praise the Lord that he loves us that much. Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The altar life with Brent and Jeff. Some things
1: just can't be explained. All right, that was Change My Name by Audio Adrenaline. That's right, new Audio Adrenaline with Kevin Max.
0: What? What? Dude. The new Kevin Max band?
1: That's what yeah, they should have called it. They should have called it that because Kevin Max is way better than Audio Adrenaline ever was. Sorry. I'm just kidding. If the, if you've just tuned in for the very first time, you'll know. Or if you listen for seven years, you'll know that Kevin Max is my boy. And the fact that he's an Audio Adrenaline now just makes Audio Adrenaline that much better than they, they were. Um, I, I always liked Audio Adrenaline. They, they've made many appearances on the Alter Life. So it's not that I didn't like Audio Adrenaline, but now it's like... It's like the super group. Christian super group. And I like it. Anyway, um, let's get back to business. Um, Your love for Kevin Max is
0: laborious to me.
1: <laughs> That's what Brent's like, I can't wait till this show's over so I don't have to listen to Kevin Max <laughs> anymore. Kevin Max love affair. <laughs> and I'll say the same thing about Cayman's. Oh no, I'm just I kidding. Moved on from I know, you yeah, have, you really have. Now it's everyday Sunday. But I like everyday Sunday, so you can play them as much as you want. <laughs> um <laughs> Banter, <laughs> uh, the altar life. Anyway, <laughs> this is uh, this has been fun. It's been good to uh, talk about something that is so integral and crucial. You know, no, pla- no pun intended. <laughs> the crux of everything <laughs> of our Christianity falls at the it's the cross. That's why that's where the the word comes from. And um, you know, this is this reminds me of uh, a story in the Gospels where. Uh, Jesus heals a paralytic and he but before he heals him he says son your sins are forgiven you and everybody's like "Whoa, oh, he can't forgive sins only god can this is he's a blasphemer one of the reasons they will end up killing him and he says why do what do you think it's easier to say your forget sons are you know your sins are forgiven or get up and walk but so that you know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins rise up take your bed and walk so he raises the guy gives him the ability to walk, he was paralyzed, so that they could see that he had all authority to forgive sins, because he had authority over this guy's physical frame, you know, and um, another example of Jesus, you know, (laughs) we could spend hours and hours quoting all the verses in the Bible to talk about forgiveness, it's like the whole Bible, but um, (laughs) when Jesus talks about the, uh, he's in the Pharisee's house, I believe, and the, the sinful woman comes in and she is you know washing Jesus's feet and they're all like, oh, this woman's so awful and evil." And he says, "You know what? Simon, you didn't wash my feet when I came in, but she's washing my feet with her tears and her hair. Um, he says, "Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many are forgiven for she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. And they're all, again, who is this who even forgives sins? They just, they had no idea, you know? But that's something that we can remember is that it's important for us to realize just how much we've been forgiven. Not that it's just there and we can get away with doing whatever we want, but we've been forgiven much, so we should love Jesus all the more.
0: Um, It's been a great time just digging into this first episode of our famous last word series. Um... You know, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. You know, and and um, the words of Jesus, while he's on the cross, um, pleading with his Father in heaven for our forgiveness, and um, pointing out that they had no idea what they were even doing. You know, and they were as clueless as we often are. And um, aren't you glad that Jesus loves us anyway? Aren't you glad that he, in uh, while we are enemies with him, reached out and gri- and and um, you know saved us you know and that's a just a challenge tonight if anyone's out there and you're just listening to this and you're thinking you know I don't know if you know father's forgiven me um, just want to encourage you tonight you know he's died on the cross for you he for everyone and he wants everyone um, to come to him and uh, he died for the world God so loved the world that he sent his son to die for us so that we could have eternal life and that's we're going to talk a little bit next week about the criminals on either side of them and how they inherited eternal life on the spot. Mm. And that's all you need to do is ask the Lord for forgiveness and he will cleanse you of all your sin and uh, you'll be with him. And that's a, that's a, so you can do it tonight. You know, you don't have to wait till next week. Don't wait till next yeah. week. Do it tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's really cool. And I'm just sitting here thinking like he's, he's pleading for their forgiveness because they were crucifying him and by him being crucified by them, they would be forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, it's interesting that, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. They had no idea that they were actually facilitating, for lack of a better word, their own redemption by nailing him to the cross. Isn't that weird? Okay, like, thanks you, for blowing up our minds. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> like, I'm just thinking, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I'm just thinking about That's that, true. like, and it, it's like, we look at it as, what a terrible thing they did, you know, but... I would have done that if I were there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And, uh... <laughs> But he's like, Lord, forgive them. Because they don't know, They not only do they not know that they're crucifying the Messiah, but they don't know that what I'm doing is going to enable you to forgive them because I'm covering over this sin. That's yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? Like, he was the perfect lamb. Behold the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's what Jesus did. He laid his life down. He didn't. Nobody took it from him. And I just want to close the night with this great verse from Psalm 32. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. David got it. He mm-hmm. knew. He was a mm-hmm. sinner. <laughs> Paul, the chief of sinners, he said. If anybody understood God's forgiveness, it was it was David and Paul because they had a long list of things that they had done wrong, and we do too. And it's important for us to realize just how much God's forgiven us and it'll make us love him all the more which is which is the goal you know because yep. in loving him he he first loved us you know and that's why we're able to love him and and when we love him we'll live for him mm-hmm. and we'll lay our life down for him and until next week be cool cats live for christ music, music truth really purely